Hello and welcome back to the one-on-one podcast. I'm Derek. I'm here with Darren and we're going to have a Laker Palooza episode. We're going to talk about a couple other things, but had to kick Rodney off. Couldn't have too many Spurs fans or any Spurs fans talking about our downfall. So <laughs> uh, Darren, say what's up to the people. Plug anything that you want. I, I prefer if you plug it in the beginning, just in case people don't listen all the way through. Um, yeah, yeah. What's going on, everybody? Uh, you know, it's Darren. Or, you know, Slim, depending on how often you listen to Working Title. Um, you know, definitely shout out my, my Working Title guys. You know, shout out to the Lakers for now. You know, we'll, we'll see by the by the end of uh by the end of this conversation. We'll, we'll see if I'm I'm still on on the bandwagon. They, they've been killing me. They've been killing me this year. Though. Killing me the last two years. Uh, <laughs> um, bet bet. And Darren's a return guest. Was on last year. It was a great show, so I had to bring him back through. So we're gonna talk a lot about the Lakers, but obviously, like the before we get into that, like the Nets traded for James Harden. Uh, they got rid of uh, the Philadelphia got rid of Ben Simmons. I just want to get your opinion on like who won this trade. If you think it was a clear cut winner, like as of right now, I know people say that a lot. Like who won the trade, and it's like you're not really gonna know until things really play out. Um, and yeah, just your opinions on how that's going to work out. Today, this is being recorded on Sunday. They just beat the Knicks. Uh, the the Sixers did, and they also beat the Timberwolves. So everybody's claiming that Embiid and Harden are the second coming of Kobe and Shaq at the moment. So, uh, I mean, so I feel like we definitely, I'm definitely on the boat. I think we got to see uh, kind of how everything plays out. Because um, initially, I thought Brooklyn actually wanted trade. Uh, just because, um, you know, I thought they needed more depth uh, as far as, like, shooting um, and just big man depth. I think Drummond, you know what I'm saying, as long as you don't ask him to go out and score, like, 17 points, I think he could go out and get you a, a good nine and nine, um, you know, and just just be a big body down there. Like, they, they were pretty thin uh, as far as uh, in that front court. Uh, but, you know, they picked up Seth Curry. That's another shooter, reliable shooter. You know, he's been in the moment. So you kind of won't rely that, that heavy on Cam Thomas. Um, you know, when Crunch Time or KD is out, you know, which is nothing wrong. I think Cam Thomas is great. I just think, you know, when, you know, they get in a seven-game series, I think you kind of going to want a little bit more experience. Uh, but, I mean, this, at the same time, Philly was able to keep Maxi uh, and Thibel, which is great. You know what I'm saying? So, I really just – I'm really just hoping for for the 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets to play in the first round, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I, I really need that that first-round matchup. Uh, you know, Harden – James Harden is a funny guy. Like, I, you think he really puts on fat suits or like like how he just like comes in shape? Like he just got in shape in a week. He just needed an all-star break to get back in shape. And he just dropped 20, like 27, 12, and 7. Yeah, the fat suit thing is a, a stretch. Like, I don't know. I can't see somebody putting on the fat suit. But, I mean, he definitely does party and just, you know, like, you know, drink a, a lot for a week. And maybe he gets bloated and he just loses the weight. I have no clue, bro. It was it was a picture of him during a lockout. Not the lockout, the um when the coronavirus started where he was like hiking in the mountains and he looked really slim. So I don't know like how his, his weight be fluctuating like that. Um, fat suits is a nasty thing though. If <laughs> you out there putting on fat suits. Man, like that's nasty. Yo, like what you doing? It's like, what you got the rib cage joints on or something? Like, is he trying to like, I, I, I don't, cause he looks slimmer in, in Philly. Like I, I don't, I'm pretty confused. Uh, he drinking more water. That's what it is. Yeah, that's that's what it is. That's funny. <laughs> um, the first round. So, 
I mean, do we think Brooklyn's going to catch Boston? Right now, Boston is a six seed at 36 and 26, and Brooklyn is 32 and 29 at eight. Toronto's 32 and 27 at seven. So, like, are you, you think Brooklyn's going to catch uh, Boston? I think either, either Boston, like, I'm not super sold on Boston, but I feel like either Boston or Cleveland is going to slip. Uh, but since I, I feel like just Boston is just like I, I'm, I've been on the Boston train for a little too long, and I just I, I can't believe anymore. So I, I feel like they'll probably catch Boston either by injury, because uh, either Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart somehow he always gets hurt around this time of the year. Uh, even though they made a great pickup, uh, and um, the guy Derek, Derek uh, White, yeah, that was a, I think I thought that was a great pickup uh, by them around the trade deadline, but. I, I think uh, I think they could definitely catch Boston, uh, but it's just really when KD comes back to me, honestly, and when that uh, the vaccine mandate is lifted in New York, because if it's if it gets lifted soon, then you got Kyrie back, you know, for home games, and you know you're not you're not playing with reserves, because I think that's because they lost like what like twelve like ten and twelve in a row, like they lost a lot of games. Yeah, it was at least eleven. Yeah, so it's I, I, it's uh you know hopefully they don't play in the play in, but I think hopefully they can. They can catch Boston in the sixth seat. And um, I don't really see any more movement between Chicago and Miami. I think Miami probably will end up probably sliding down. Uh, and I think Milwaukee probably going to close out the season a little stronger than I think folks expect. Uh, I think that, that champion, championship pedigree might, might start to kick in. Yeah, I would say they – I mean, I, I went on the play, period. I was the first round – Depending on what they do with the vaccine mandate, might be a stretch, but um, I want to see it. I want to see it at least in the second round. Uh, I feel like, I, yeah, I was, I'm with you. I feel like at first I thought Philadelphia or, uh, excuse me, the Nets kind of won the trade in the long term. Like you get a young Simmons, younger Simmons than Harden. You know, you you got KD coming back. You have Kyrie, who's not injured, just doesn't have a vaccine. Um, but I mean, like, if they lift, if they don't lift the mandate and he's just playing home game or away games and Philadelphia wins the championship, I mean, then Philadelphia won the trade. It's, it's just a wait and see type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think Harden, overall, go ahead. Do you trust hard? Do you trust Harden in the playoffs, though? <laughs> uh, mm. No, but he's not running into the Warriors. So very true. That there's that. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I don't really trust them. This is a completely separate topic. I don't really trust DeMar DeRozan in the playoffs, but uh as somebody once told me he's not running into LeBron James anymore. So I mean, he hasn't be like he has more help than he's ever had as far as another star, uh, like legitimate star, however you relate Dwight Howard in 2015 or whatever that series what year was. And beat is more help than CP? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Well, yes, because CP wasn't even there. You know what I'm saying? Like, at that time, Chris Paul was playing 51 games a year. Very true. Very true. So it's just a, uh, just like an availability factor for me with, with Chris Paul. Um, and also, I mean, he did have Russ, too, so... But right now, yes, Embiid, like MVP level Embiid is more more help than Chris Paul. And that's not like a knock. It's not like a knock on Chris Paul or anything like that. Just 
where they are in their career, where he had them at. But nah, I don't, I don't really trust Harden in the playoffs. But like, you gotta. I mean, you have to assume you're in the East. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, here's my thing. Yes, but here's my thing. Like, okay, you have Kevin Durant. Cool. You have Giannis. But if you're telling me that Jimmy Butler and DeMar DeRozan are stopping you from winning an NBA championship, and that's no shade to either one of them, then I got to look at you a little different. And I, I fuck with both of those guys, especially Jimmy Butler, but, like, he can't be the reason. I'm not looking at him and Bam out of Iowa like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I got Harden and Embiid, and they stopped me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, he should have, like, the upper hand in every series. You know what I'm saying? They want to have two of the three best players on the court if they're not playing Giannis and they're not playing the Nets, Kevin Durant and the Nets. So they're literally going to have one, one and two. So you should be able to win all those series, ideally. We'll see. Yeah, ideally, man. I don't know, man. James Harden has put up some stinkers in the past, so I'm just like... Yeah, right. he has, but he, he definitely has, but he's not playing the Spurs. He's not playing the, uh, the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you put up a stinker against, you know, the Cavs, like that's just on you, buddy. Like, <laughs> I mean, like you supposed to be the man. Like you, you put on a fat suit to get this trade, and you can't beat, you know, Darius Garland. Like, no shade of Darius Garland. It's just what it is. Oh man, he just made an All Star game. Cool. Nah, yeah, nah, but that's no shade. But it's, nah, it's that's just, a fact, it's just, yeah, it's just what it is. Like it goes back to my Demar Derozan thing. Like, bro, buddy, if you can't beat Demar Derozan in the playoffs, like what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Like, we just traded away Ben Simmons, who probably needed to be traded away anyway because he wasn't coming back. But I'm just saying, like, now we just got to look at you in a different light or we have to look at DeMar DeRozan in a way different light. You know what I'm saying? Either way, you would ideally think that Embiid and Harden should get that done. So... Long as hard and locked in, man. He, I think he's. A, I think it's more of a focus thing. Like, I think he just got to be locked in, man. Like... I mean, why we talking about that? Like, he's not a vet. Like, he's a whole like he's been in the league for a while. Like, yeah, we should really be questioning, questioning this or asking from this. You know, to be locked in. But also, this is like your kind of like I don't want to say it's your last chance, but because we've seen dudes like Demar Derozan like reinvent themselves and like people are playing much longer now. But it is you would think, especially with Harden's track record of staying in shape, this might be his last like best chance to be like a contributor on a winning team on like a team that's going to win it all. You know what I'm saying? However long this run lasts in Philadelphia, like you really can't fuck this one up. Right, Cause you don't know how long Embiid is going to be playing. That's, at this a, level. that's another thing. So like you, if you're not focused now, I don't know when you're going to be focused, but in the, in the long term, I would probably say Philadelphia. I mean, uh, ideally Brooklyn won this trade. Maybe like by by like by a little bit by like an inch. It's not nothing crazy, but it just remains to be seen. Yeah, especially like if 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 Kyrie can play and they, if they lift the mandate and then you know you, you answer Ben Simmons, they don't really have to ask Ben Simmons to really shoot the ball. And I'm not a big Simmons fan, but like if you don't, you're not asking him to shoot the ball. You just want him to rebound, you know, and play swing defense the ball or facilitate. I feel like, and you got you got cast, you got Kyrie around him, you got KD. If KD is healthy, you got Seth Curry. I I think they could be they could be super dangerous. It's just you know it's a lot of ifs, right? I mean, if Ben Simmons is your third or even fourth offensive option, you're doing amazing. 
Like <laughs> Philadelphia had him as his as his second. Like, listen, he's more everybody. Everybody said this, um, or people don't want to say this, um, but he's more Draymond Green than people want to admit. And that's not a nod, but he's not. You're not going to act. You're not asking him. You really shouldn't be asking him to score twenty. He can get twenty points, but like, you don't want him to be your second option shooting the ball, scoring 20 points. Now, if he's in the dunker spot or your third option, like taking their third best defender off the dribble or making that pass at the high post or whatever, then you're you're doing fine. But if you're asking him to break somebody down off the dribble and shoot and score a bunch of times, people are just going to play off of him. And then we're going to see what he did in Philadelphia. We're going to see that replay a bunch of times. So, I mean, if you're if he's coming behind Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, who – Neither one of them has never seen a shot they don't like. He's gonna be doing. He's doing fine. And then you got Patty Mills. You got a bunch of shooters around him. You know he wants to pass. Like he got a lot of shooters. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it worked out ideally. Funny for both enough, teams. Both parties. I think. Uh, yeah, it was a good trade. It was, it was long overdue. You know what I'm saying? Like I heard him be one of uh, um, Bradley Bill. I heard that's why it took forever, but. Man, who would you rather have at this stage, Bradley Bill or James Harden? Like, honestly, at this stage. I'm probably I'm, still taking I'm probably still taking Harden. Yeah. I'm taking Harden. And the only reason I even paused and thought about it is because of the difference, <laughs> in, the difference in age and the difference in, like, how they take care of themselves. And, like, if James Harden gets angry, he might put on a fat suit and just, like, torpedo his way out of town. And that says that says a lot about you. You know what I'm saying? I know for whatever it's worth, I know that Bradley Bill is going to stay around, even if it's for the money. Like he's going to be locked in. But Bradley Bill is just, you know, he's just not. He just he's just not that number one guy. Now in Philadelphia, he would be a number two, so it would work perfectly for him. But just talent wise, I'd rather have James Harden. Sorry, like Bradley Bill's just cool. He already he definitely has his playoff woes too as limited as they might be so uh yeah i agree but i mean if we're talking about youth and moving forward then yeah you know what i'm saying like that's the one thing bill has on on his own on the books for him but you know i don't know he's in washington just doing what he wants to do he's gonna get his his bag and in a couple of years he'll probably force a trade so it is what it is with him Man, he might as well just slide to LA, man. Come be a Laker, man. All right. Well, speaking of that, uh, um, let's get into the the real the real reason why we're here. The Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, we are currently in. We're in the play-in. We are nine. Yes, we are nine at twenty-seven and thirty-two. We just lost to the Clippers. Um, how how are you feeling about this season? Like we're like where are you at right now with this uh, team? I'm uh I'm conflicted. So like so I want to jump ship. I'm not even gonna lie to you, man. Like I'll be watching some of these games. I'm like, they don't got it. Like this not the year. I don't really know if Braun's like Braun and all of his greatness can can turn the season around. But no. at the same time, I'm trying to be optimistic. You know what I'm saying? Cause I know Russ is a second half, you know, kind of player. Like usually it takes like a whole half a season to for the team and everybody to kind of adjust to Russ's style of play. And, you know, just to get everybody kind of acclimated, it's a lot of new 
So we have a lot of new pieces this year, but it's just like the way it looks. Like it's um, you know, we're not seeing like the promise was like, oh man, if they get everything together, like this is the finished product. Like I haven't I haven't seen too many games that was like, oh man, they were all clicking. And if this is what it's gonna look like at its peak, like I'm so like I really can't think of a single moment in the season. It's usually just like either Braun going off or like Braun and AD going off, or if it's Russ and Braun going off, or if it's, it's just Russ. It's never as never as a total team, it's, it's like we're having like a really great game. And it's like the fear factor or the intimidation factor um, that would come in like playing in Staples and playing against Braun and Russ, like that's gone. Like motherfuckers is looking at us like this Madison Square Garden. <laughs> you know, like, like no, and I know Shea is your guy, but like, it's no reason Shea is putting forty on us. You know what I'm saying? And, and really, like, like dragging, like, uh, like, what yeah. are we doing? Like, how we letting? Like, and I love the Grizzlies this year, but like, the Grizzlies is talking way too much. They talking way too much for us to really be letting this slide. I mean, when you being somebody by twenty. You know what I'm saying? Like every time. I mean, yeah, but why are we even in this position in the first place? Why are we getting smacked like this? <laughs> I mean, to answer your first question, or to like talk about your first point, LeBron doesn't, he he can't save this season. I keep telling people this. His first year in LA, he told me it was dark 030 mode after the all-star break, and we didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> and that's when I knew like it this wasn't still great. Like LeBron's obviously still great, but this wasn't. It's like, this isn't Cleveland LeBron first go around, either go around Cleveland LeBron. This is in Miami LeBron. Like, father time is starting to kick in. He's starting to have those injuries where it's just like muscle tears and shit that like oh, old people have, you know, old players have, where it's just like, oh, this isn't really like, it's not like he banged his knee against somebody. He He's just older, you know what I'm saying? The miles is coming in. And that's not a knock to him. It's what it is. Um, But the team, like, I just I don't see it, bro. Like, even besides him and Westbrook, whether whatever people think about Westbrook, like, yo, Kent Bazemore is getting minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, Austin Reeves is fine. Like, I have no problem like with Austin Reeves, but the fact that he's even playing like some nights, it started. Just, yeah, it's it's started. Just, it just shows. It just shows that like where we're at with the season, and it's not even that he doesn't deserve the start. It's the fact that we even figured out that like, oh shit, this guy can play. Like, it's like, damn, this is where we're at. All like, I keep going back to it. I've seen Kendrick Nunn in Jersey one time. Like, I don't know what he's doing. Me and Kendrick Nunn have played a, a roughly the same amount of minutes for the Lakers, <laughs> and one of us is employed by them, and the other one isn't. Like, you know, Anthony Davis was like shooting bricks. When he the first half of the season, like it never was good, and I mean, like, I, I guess we're gonna get five seasons of LeBron as a Laker. So in five years, we got one ring. We got the bubble ring. Yeah, I mean, does does people like is that a good like? Are we are we okay with that? Because I mean, when you get LeBron James, the whole thing is you have to you have LeBron James. You trade away your future for championships right now, right? Like, what is a twenty 28 pick if you can win the 2021 and 2020 championship right i mean you play for right now so like some of that is valid but now when i look at lebron it's kind of like yo i will trade these picks but also not and not i know we don't actually have the picks to trade we have some but like i'm just talking hypothetically like is LeBron at the point where you like you're doing all of this to like 
it's a crazy question to ask. So like, are you doing all this? To, yeah, like, are we going to get there? And obviously, like, if LeBron was playing with Joel Embiid, you would say, yeah, hell yeah, it's worth it. But, like, we're not getting those type of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we have Anthony Davis. That's the dude we, we signed, we traded for, and it's not working. And some of this goes back to LeBron. Like, yo, these are the people you picked. These are the people that you blessed. You can sit here and act like you didn't want to make these trades or, like, you're just the GM. You're not the GM, but – like you are, you know what I'm saying? This is like, ain't no Jerry Krause's in, in the LA front office. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be really real about the Lakers. It's a pretty badly run organization. Like they, they better be lucky that they're in Los Angeles and the LeBron wanted to come and like film movies and do other shit and be famous. You know what I'm saying? Like being in LA kind of saved kind of like, like being in LA makes us being Sorry, like people still will want to come play for the Lakers because it's the Lakers. And I, We're I think alive. because the organization has such like rich history, I think that's I think that's what Braun is kind of he's uh that's why they're not seeing like kind of eye to eye because Braun is not saying he's not used to with dealing with you know historic franchises because Miami is obviously a historic franchise. But yeah, like, but they're not as his Pat Riley is historic, but like exactly. You know, Cleveland going to bend to your will because it's Cleveland. Like, they are thankful for any minute you play. Yeah, like, but the Lakers, I, I feel you. The Lakers are like, on the one hand, the Lakers are like, yo, we're the Lakers. Like, we're kind of bigger than you. But on the other hand, it's like, since Jerry West is gone and since Phil, uh, Phil Jackson is gone, like, we've been sorry. We got lucky and LeBron wanted to come. So because LeBron wanted to come because we were in L.A., you know what I'm saying? It's basically how the Knicks think they are. Only people still kind of still want to come to LA. So we got Ooh, Anthony Davis. To the Knicks. Oh. But like, but like, think about it, like I'm not even comparing it to the Knicks. That's it. Like people think like, oh, the Knicks like it's the it's the big city that people want to come there. Like the Knicks don't sign no free agents. <laughs> like in 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 20, if you go back to 2000, like who's the biggest free agent the Knicks has signed? I'll give you Melo, even though Melo wasn't a free agent. Like, I'll give you Melo. You know, Melo told us he was from Red Hook, Brooklyn. It's like, all right, buddy, but you got, like, the WB tatted on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we kind of know what that stands for, but cool. Like, you're going to sell us on the Brooklyn story. All right. I just read it. It was a good book, too. Good book. You said what? I just read Melo's book, too. He talked about Red Hook a lot. All right. I mean, that's fair. I'm just saying, like, I'll give you the Melo thing, even though that wasn't a free agent. Who else? I mean, maybe Amari. Amari's first like two years in New York, he was he was like that. That's fair. And then and that's twenty years. Amari started right. <laughs> like that was twenty. That was like twenty ten. Like this. That was that was a long time. Ago. Yeah, I'm I'm going. I'm just saying, going all the way back to like 2000, 2000, 2002. You know what I'm saying? Like all the stars that the, the Knicks have signed have either been over the hill yeah. or just bad trades outside yeah. of Melo and Stoudemire. Yeah, because you got Latrell Sprewell. Latrell Sprewell was never like. Yeah, a, I mean, a top five small forward or wing. Yeah, he was, I mean, he was a good, you know, good free agent. He signed. I, I'm not mad at the signature, but like if Latrell Sprewell is your, if you're telling me you're the mecca of basketball, and then Latrell Sprewell is on your top, like twenty, like this, this is a team that was like trying to get LeBron. You know what I'm saying? And Wade and Bosh or one of them in 2010. So like, you know what I'm saying? And but I'm saying like the Knicks, they don't get no free agents, right? It's just not, you know, they think. You know, the Knicks are the New York Knicks are really an overrated franchise that has to be lucky that they play in New York and they have eight million people backing them. 
because they ain't really they haven't done nothing in in our lifetime like the biggest their claim to fame is losing to michael jordan every year in the second round you know and lj you know the four-point play like that's just that's the hard truth you know what i'm saying i love the 90s knicks great you know what i'm saying that the nba is better when the knicks are good i i i anytime the knicks have any inkling of like success trey young in the garden it's it's great but like if we're hard truth they just have it like but the lakers actually get free agents or get them in the door or like have the chance to sign stars but like if we look at since jerry west is gone and like phil jackson it's just because people want to come to la and they know like lebron knows if i can get to la i can get me in la equals other star in la you know what i'm saying i can get somebody else to come like LeBron even said straight up, like, yo, I couldn't get his first time in Cleveland. I couldn't get people to come to Cleveland. That's a very hard sell for people. You know what I'm saying? Cleveland is ugly as fuck. Yeah, you know, but I can get somebody to come to LA. If I'm going to LA and I want to be in the sunshine and I want to be on Santa Monica, somebody's going to come. So we're really kind of banking on that. Like Rob Palenka, I like, yeah, he was Kobe's agent. I don't know how good of a GM he is. Yeah. I mean, so it's so crazy. Like, so everybody was loving Rob Palenka when he made the trade for AD. Now, I was cool with the trade for AD, but I still thought, like, yo, this is a lot to get for, like, literally just AD. You know, we gave up, like, we gave up a couple picks, and we gave up, like, three players. Three players that that, that are playing really well now. That's what makes it even worse. And, you know, it's like, damn, dog. Then now everybody talking about, like, we should trade AD. I'm like, he don't got, like, how much trade value does AD have right now? Based on what we've seen in the past year and a half, since the bubble, really, how much trade value does he really like garner right now? We can get like another star. Like, who are we really gonna get? Let's see, I don't know, but even the fact that we even bringing up that is crazy because you know AD is supposed to be the the bridge for LeBron right. leaves to bring in that star. But like, do you do you even want AD to be your number one option? Like, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if AD, I'm wondering if stars are looking at LA now, like, like okay. I go, I team up with somebody, I won the championship as a Laker, and then I just use that as my next platform to go to another team. Yeah, I don't think that ring solidify AD the way Giannis's ring kind of solidified. Oh, hell no. Like, the questions of Giannis went away when he put 50 up in the closeout. The questions with AD are still there. Now, granted, it's been two years later, but... It was no question after like it was there was never no question after after young after that finals like it was never no question yo Giannis was here like it's you know because he was getting a little chirping that you know you set up the whole wall and you know he can go nowhere with it but like now it's like you know he can't even do that he give me you you know a couple turnaround jumpers in you know he give you a little bit more a little bit more to his bag was like you know AD came in a little I don't know if he was overweight or he was lifting too much in the summer he just looked heavier. And you could tell when his jump shot, like his jump shot was trash. His jump shot been trash this year. It's like, you know, it, how long is AD going to keep banking off of the top five talent narrative? I think the ship is selling. If it hasn't already uh, <laughs> sailed away, I think it's selling now. Like, I've, I've been sailed. You know, AD is my least favorite Laker all-star that I, I watch. And I watch Dwight Howard. And, like, I'm really debating, like, did I have a better time watching Dwight Howard play as a Laker than AD? And they're about equal. Like, it's just that AD is just so much, can be so much better and so much more. Like, I knew Dwight Howard's limitations. 
and I, I knew like he just thought he was better than what he was. You know, confidence is is key. And he was, you know, a defensive player of the year, all that. Like he took the magic to define those. But AD, like you said, he has that top five talent. You just watch him, and it's just like I keep going back to when I watched watched him like basically try to back Devin Booker down from like the free throw line extended, but also like was half-hearted in doing it and just took a jump shot. Uh, it's just like Devin Booker is like stopping you on like that's just not. This shouldn't be happening right now. Yeah, man. I, I don't know, man. Like, AD, man. And, and, like, if people questioning your heart, I think questioning your heart is, like, the worst thing as an athlete. Niggas really questioning your heart, man. It's like, you can't be no number one, you know. You automatically got it. You, you at least a number two. You know, skills or not, you know, people questioning your heart. Like, your AD put, like, I mean, not AD. Giannis put like 50 on AD, dog. And like AD, he wasn't like battling. Now, AD did put up a good battle with Embiid. You know, he got up for that, that for that matchup. But it's like, come on, man. Like, yeah, last he, time they played, I think Giannis had 44 and something, and AD had 22. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be like numbers, man. Because, you know, you could argue, well, they run more plays for Giannis or whatever. But like, nah, I watched the game, bro. Like, AD was out there. Right. Yes, and you yes. know, AD is on, they're going to feed AD. If AD is clicking, they're going to feed him. It's not like he's fighting for shots. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's one, AD is one of those, it's like watching LeBron. It's like, oh, LeBron got 25, but we lost by like 15. It's like, LeBron knows he could pick his spot. I'm not saying he's stat bad or anything, but he's smart enough to pick his spots. You know, he can always get a certain number if he's just going out there to get a certain amount of points. Hey man, you said it. You know, I I mentioned that I mentioned the uh, other bronze stat pack a little bit in the chat I was in, and I got I got I got killed. You know, just because you know, it, it, you know, it's bronze. I understand, but I'm like, Dog. man, it's not. It's not like I don't want to. It's not full on stat padding. It's just that he's smart enough to pick his spots. Like he, if you tell LeBron, if you just said LeBron, I don't care what you do, just go out there and get 25 points, bro. He could do that with with ease. You know what I'm saying? Like. I see him sometimes walk back on defense because, and obviously he's conserving energy. He's older. I get all that, but like he knows where he can call for the ball and get a quick two points. And you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that he goes into a game thinking like I have to get 27 today. So my season average could be 28.5. I'm just saying like he's good enough. He has enough talent that he could just, you know, pick his spots. And AD is probably the same way where if he needs to get 20 points. And that's what I'm saying with playing Giannis. Like he had 22 points. It's it's just like all right, cool. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you're good enough to get 22 points. Like man, just doubled your your total and, and just you know, made you look like food out there. Like what are we doing here? Like so, do you I'm, think a coaching change with with uh? Are you, do you think a coaching change is the answer? Because there's a lot of things wrong with the Lakers. Like it, it's a, it's I, a, see that's the thing. Not, I don't think Frank Vogel is. Like, listen, I don't understand some of his rotations sometimes, but like. Once again, Kent Bazemore is getting minutes some night. So, like, you only as good, like, outside of, like, Ty Lue, once again, who was supposed – this is why I say the Lakers are just a bad rerun organization. You hired Ty Lue, and then, like, the next day, you didn't. Like, it just happens, like, oh, we couldn't agree on the number. Like, this man had a whole fucking cake out. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, like, y'all agreed on something. Like, so, I don't know, because it's like – is Frank Vogel like the greatest coach in the world? Probably no, probably not. Is is he a good coach? Yes. Like now, all of a sudden, like the answer is to fire him. Okay, we fire him. Who are we gonna bring in? Like who fixes this? 
Oh man, yeah, damn. Cause cause we already let go of kid, so that's one assistant gone. The assistant that I, everybody was saying that we really wanted, he's gone. That's another thing. Like it's it's weird because like they were like, oh, we hired. Even when we hired Frank Vogel, it was like, well, we wanted kid, but kid didn't have the best track record and all that. But they were like, oh, well, you have to have kid on your assistant coach staff if you want to take this job. So it's like you making me hire the guy that you probably want to have my job for real. And then this is like Kurt Rambis and his like the rumors that Kurt Rambis and his wife are running the organization. It's just a very weirdly run organization. Why and is I, that a rumor? Like why why is that a thing that Kurt Rambis and his wife are like? Why is that why why is that even a thing? What's what's really going on here, man? Are you asking me or are you just like no? I'm just saying like like oh, why, yeah, I don't know. Listen, like how I didn't even know they had pool in the organization like that. Like still like it's 2022, bro. That's Listen, I was listening to Bomani Jones once, and like you know, there are people who are way more plugged in than you and me in this type of stuff. But he said something. He was like, "Um, when people say stuff is a family-run business, a lot of times that's just a, a nice way of saying it's poorly run." And I just thought about all the Laker decisions that have been made in the last Damn. since Phil Jackson has left, and I'm just like the first, like the second time after like the ten rings, and I wasn't even super big on bringing Phil Jackson back as a GM. You know what I'm saying? At the time, but all that has happened and the way all this shit has like played that like since then, like Phil Jackson came back, but it was like, nah, we don't want him back. And they just went out and hired Mike D'Antoni and then they fired Jerry West. But like, it's clearly that like, bro, it's very clear that they asked Jerry West to come back. He'll come back. And then like, uh, whatever the sun bus name he was like, if we don't make the playoffs, I'll like step down. It's a lot of weird stuff. It's like, bro, you're a, uh, you're a top five franchise in sports period like you can't be like all this shit that's coming out should not be coming out you know what i'm saying it's it's very weird like how the organization is being run and then it's like out of all people like kurt rambis is the dude now listen if kurt rambis is just good at his job like fine but like is he like is he that great at his job like what is his wife doing there man don't disrespect her i'm sure she's a great woman what she all right, Kurt Rambis played for the Lakers. Okay, they want to include him in you know day-to-day operations. Cool. What is his wife doing there? Why is why she's is a she friend of Jeannie Buss? I don't know. Like, that's my thing. Like, even Rob Polinka getting the GM spot. Like, I'm not saying agents. I don't I don't know. I listen, I don't know what the the like job progression, like track progression is to to be an NBA GM. I have no clue. I don't know how people get the job. Like I'm, you know, I, I assume you just get lucky around the sport and you get you get hired that high. I, I really don't. But for how Polinka like claimed the fame as being Kobe Bryant and James Harden's agent. You know what I'm saying? Particularly Kobe Bryant's agent. Does that make him a good GM? Like is has is that how other is that how Darren Morey became a GM? Like I don't is that how you know the uh Sam Presti became a GM? Like I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, how is he proven that he's a good GM? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying he's a bad GM. I'm just if you just look at the decisions the Lakers make, it's just like this guy was once tied to the Lakers franchise, so we're gonna give him a job. You know what I think now that you've been talking about that, since that a lot of agents have been coming into GM roles, and you know, that might be like I guess maybe the job pipeline, I guess. What if they fire Palenka at the end of the season and bring in Rich Paul? Nah, nah. I don't I, listen, Rich Paul. I don't even know if Rich Paul would want to be FPA GM. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe that's how they keep Ron. 
We'll keep Braun happy because I'm Braun. I think uh, contract wise, he can't go anywhere without being traded, right? Because he signed on for like four years, right? He signed an extension, so he's here through next year. He had the yeah. four year. He signed a two. He signed a two year extension. Uh, I guess last year, I think so. I guess he was three and one. He signed a two year extension, but he's here through 2022, 2023. Um, and hopefully, so, we don't do that, that move though. Because I, I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't think Pelika should be in a position, but I think. They should let him ride it out, like, you know, because he was the one that made the AD trade. We need to kind of see it through to see. Well, I think it's a lot of kind of immature, like, just everybody's kind of just freaking out. It's like, let's... Bro, even the magic shit, like, why is magic (laughs) there? Like... Family business. (laughs) Bro, like, like, listen, magic is a great Laker. Magic is not... Like, magic ain't no GM, bro. (laughs) Like, it's just... Like that, that just—it was a bad decision. You know, it was, it was like it started off rough, but like I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like a recruitment type of thing. Magic's in the front office; people want to come play for him. I have no clue. But I mean, to the LeBron factor, of course, he's talked about playing with Bronny, uh, being in the league long enough to play with Bronny, and whoever drafts him. So, like, how do you move forward with that? Kind of like LeBron basically saying, and I always thought LeBron being a Laker was like a, a uh, this was an arranged marriage more than it was something where he wanted to potentially retire as a Laker to the point where, like, he was just in it to to the end. But, like, do we, are we crazy enough to be the first team that trades LeBron James for, like, more pieces? How much can you really get for LeBron, though? Like, not saying how much can you, like, like how much is enough? Like, what's the cap? Because we got you gotta give me a lot for Braun, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like, like two, two, I need at least one star. At least one star. I'm, I'm just saying, is it even on the table? Like, how bad does this have to get? Because I feel like I feel like Anthony Davis needs to be on the table. I feel like we should leverage it, like with leverage Braun. So cause that way we can recoup our picks. Like, all right, bet. Like, let's say uh the Pelicans pick Bronny. And and they want and they they want the Pelicans or, or the Matt Orlando Magic pick Bron in and obviously you know Bron wants to go play there like cool we need three picks we we'll need a borderline All Star you know what I'm saying maybe he's an All Star in the right situation and I, I need some role players like I I need a lot of people for Bron man this is he by this time Bron will probably be the, the the number one overall scorer in NBA history I need. I need some pieces, man. I did. Things got to pay up, man. Bron, not only is Bron, Bron, he's box office. You know, all the cameras going to be there. Your season tickets going to be sold out because it's Bron and Bronny. Come on, man. We Somebody got somebody to do some dancing with AD. Man, we got we to send AD somewhere. He got to go to Sacramento somewhere. We need somewhere with pieces where they got stuff to give. We'll see with Bron. The thing is, he signed through next year. So, I think Bronny is a... Going into his senior, junior yeah, year. Yeah, he's a junior this year. Okay, he's a junior this year. So next year he'll be a senior. So we'll still have LeBron. He's gonna have to do college or G League or something. So like we would have to re-sign LeBron after next season for at least one more year, or really two more years because he could just walk, I guess, and just sign with whoever drafts Bronny the next year. So like. Are we like like basically after this season or after next season, after 2022, 2023, like are you okay with LeBron coming back? I know that's a crazy question because like obviously you want LeBron James on your team. But like the future, like how how much are you it basically goes to the point of like 
if it was five, ten years ago, you're doing whatever you can to sign LeBron and mortgaging your future because you're going to get championships now. Today, like, am I mortgaging my future for LeBron James knowing that if I sign LeBron James, not so much of his play, that I have to sign people that he kind of wants and he's proven sometimes to not be the best GM or lately to not be the best GM. Man, I ain't gonna lie. When you put it like that, man, Braun might have to walk, man. <laughs> but then here's the thing: Do you want to let LeBron James walk? Like, oh, then we get Braun for nothing. Yeah, then we. I mean, is it for nothing? That's and that goes back to my first question. We had if you have LeBron James for five five years and we get one ring out of it, is that was that enough? I mean, if if I wasn't a Lakers fan, I would say yeah, one one ring in five years would be enough. But because I'm a Lakers fan and I've been spoiled, uh, nah, man, that's not enough, man. Like, I, that's, especially if like one, if we go, if we go into, hopefully we can make like the sixty. If we can make the sixty and run up against like somebody like, I don't want to play Memphis in the first round, but if we could run up against like Memphis or Utah, somebody that's that, that might be a little shaky in the first round, we could if we all get healthy and things get lucky, you know, cool, we might be able to squeak that out, but. I mean, honestly, man, right now, I don't – the way this team is constructed, like, nah, this is – like, we had – outside of the bubble year, we had, like – last year, we got smacked by Phoenix, you know, in the first round. Or just, was it the second round or the first round? No, it was the second first round. round. Damn, it was the first round? Oh, my gosh. Hey, let me let me double check that. I feel like it was the first. We were going to play in um, – Oh, you know what? Because I think they played Phoenix played Denver in the second round. Yeah, let me look it up. It was last year, 2021-2022 playoff. Yeah. Um, and and here's another thing too. Like, how crazy it is that we're talking about a team of LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the second round being um got smacked. The second round being that's the most they could do. That's the best. Yeah, thing. like that's what I'm sorry. I was trying to get to the second round being like where we're trying to get to. Like, yeah, if we get to the second round, like this is this is a great this is a great season. This is like, bro, what we have LeBron James, LeBron and West, Russell Westbrook, man. We we keep acting like like that's not yeah. It was the first round. We were the seventh seed. Oh man, dog, I can't believe this, man. We about to have we gonna have a team. Oh my gosh, man, this is about to be a rough year, dog. This is about to be a rough year. So, so do we keep is Russ on a one year deal? Um, let me look that up. I, I saw a report that says all indications that Russell Westbrook could be a Laker next year. So, Gosh, man. Uh, would you have traded him for John Wall? Uh, I'm nah, probably not. I ain't gonna lie. Like, well, you know what? Nah, because I haven't seen Wall play in like two years. Like almost a year and a half, dog. Like, well, I ain't played in a while. And the, like, the NBA is like, it's a new NBA now. Like, the new NBA is here. So, like, some of the stars that was like stars five years ago, it's some of the day lights is fading a little bit. And like, some of these new stars, especially in the West, like, they do not care. Like, it's, it's no, it's no, like, it's respect there, but like, it's no, um, kind of waiting my turn to a certain extent or like, you know, waiting to be ready. Like, Memphis don't care. Like they ready. Is is uh up and down as Dallas is, Luca going, Luca is not scared of nobody, you know. Joker is here, like Joker is consistent now. Like granted, they got injuries, 
But who knows if they get healthy. If Jamal Murray come back towards the end of the year, he's able to play. You know, it's like, oh, man, I, I think uh, man, this is a wash year. Yeah, yeah no, so man, I need more than one championship in five years. <laughs> so Russell Westbrook is on um, – he has one more year with us. Uh, 47, 47,000. I mean, 47 million next year. Oh, he $47 million? Yeah, 47 million next year. Uh, that's his base salary. So, uh, I mean, maybe that's an easier uh, contract to flip because it's, you know, somebody only has to pay him for one year. But then again, who are you trading him for? You know what I'm saying? How many pieces can you really trade him for? Like, outside of his contract, his. I mean, the dude got traded for Kyle Kuzma, KCP, and, and uh, Tress. So that just tells you how, how many pieces. And that was last year after he took the Wizards to the playoffs. So that tells you how many pieces you're going to trade him for that we can probably get from him this year. It's going to be less than that. We can probably get two pieces now. You think we can probably get two? Or it might be swap for swap, like one for one. See, I feel like it would have to be a – I feel like it's the team, like – you probably could get two from a team in a like either wanting to sell tickets or truly maybe thinks that they're one piece away. And Russell Westbrook original style of playing, like how he wants to play, is the piece. But I don't know where that team would be. I can't think of anyone. Else. Yeah. So I mean, like maybe just a like maybe the I'm not saying the Magic, but maybe like a team like the Magic who are just like, eh, you know, so we need a guard. The Magic actually don't need a guard at all. But uh, yeah, but like a team like Young that's just like, oh, we need a guard. We'll give you, you know, young player X for young and young player X for him. You know what I'm saying? To make the money work. But I don't know a team that like I can't look at. I don't. I don't look around the league and look at rosters and think like, yeah, this team they need Russell Westbrook. Like, I don't see it. Ah, uh, yeah. Because I can't really think of anybody that's that guard heavy where, like, they need that one piece away. Like, unless you send them back to Houston and you take some of their guards. Um, unless a team just wants to tank. Like, there's like, we'll take Russell Westbrook. We just need, you know. We'll take shot. We'll take shot. We'll you know, somebody else. Oh, yeah. They're not. They're not trying to get them. You know, I mean, I'll gladly take Josh Giddy and Shea. Uh, uh, Lou Dor at this point, but like you know, anybody that can stop anybody on the perimeter, you know, because the Lakers haven't had a guard that plays defense since Derek Fisher. So, or I mean, I guess th- there was Lonzo, but you know, that was quick, a quick two years. Um, so like, so I guess what I'm hearing from you is there's no way to fix this team for this year. I personally think this year is a, a wash. I think they get into the playoffs. And like, hopefully, we you know don't get embarrassed in the first round or the playing game. But you know, we're we're. I feel like they definitely make the playing game. You know, what I'm saying, barring any injury, I, I can't see LeBron James not at least making the playing game. Um, but after that, like, what are we what are we looking at here? I mean, outside of Phoenix and I say, outside of Phoenix and Golden State. And, and probably Memphis. Everybody in the West, man, I think they could be had in the seven-game series. If By the Lakers? I'm trying to be optimistic here, you know? <laughs> By the Lakers? <laughs> I'm trying to be optimistic. If if we are fully healthy, you know, which is a huge asterisk because who knows? I feel like, like, 
it's nobody that really scares me. It's just if you know everybody gotta be healthy and we gotta play defense, man. Like we can defense playoffs is about defense. And we probably like the worst defensive team in the West. So you know what? Never mind. I take it back. Yeah, I was gonna I'm looking at it and here's my here's my opinion, right? Minnesota, they're seven. I, I guess we wouldn't play them anyway, but possibly. Okay, Minnesota, fine. Uh, the Clippers have beaten us six straight times. They're eight. Uh, six straight times? Yes, we have lost to the Clippers the last six times we played. Them. At least six. It might be seven. I know last night they said – I feel like I was watching the broadcast and they said it was six. Um, But I, I'm going to look at the top six seeds. We're not being Phoenix and we're not being Golden State. Memphis is like – seems like they're that young team, Um, kind of like what OKC was in like 2014 or – 2010 or 20 not 2014 uh 2010 or 2011 where it's like you probably really don't want to play them in seven games um utah i always think utah is a first round exit or <laughs> waiting to happen but yeah but like they just seem like they would just be better than us like i don't know like in the yeah, first I mean, round. You got Mitchell, you got Clarkson. Yeah, I just don't really feel like we would actually beat them from top to bottom. Dallas is the one because they have Luca, but like, you know, Dorian, Finney, and all that. But like, you know, now they don't have KP. Like, it feels like that should be the team that you should be able to because they're really a one man band. Like, you know, Jalen, uh, Brunson is straight. You know what I'm saying? Dorian is cool, but like, Powell, like the white Powell, all that. Like, you should be able to beat that team ideally if you have LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. And then Denver, like, I don't know when uh Jamal Murray's supposed to come back if he is coming back, but like, they still have Jokic. Um, I feel like they would sneak, they would probably, they should probably sneak out and beat us probably still. Denver, you think? I mean, only reason is like, man, all right. So like, I don't. Michael Porter is probably not coming back this year. No, he's not. Jamal For Murray, he tore his ACL in the playoffs last year. So if he come back, he probably gonna be in a minute restriction. Unless like they just like you know, fuck it, it's the playoffs. Like, go out there and get thirty five minutes, which I doubt. But it's like, oh man, if AD don't play, we ain't got nobody for Jokic. Like, oh man, he gonna he gonna tear Howard to shreds. My thing is we're running Wayne Ellington and uh, THT and, you know, like Avery Bradley out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, how is that any better than, like, Will Barton, Jeff Green, and, uh, like, Bones Highland or somebody? Like, I don't – it's kind of a wash. And out of respect for what they're doing in the regular season, they seem better than us. So, like – a little bit more locked in, a little bit more continuity. Yeah, man, I can't believe I can't believe we having this conversation. That's what I'm saying. It's nasty, but like, outside of just being a Lakers optimist, if I'm just like thinking about it, like, I guess if you're like, I'm gonna take the team with LeBron, that's fair. But we just had, but it's not that. It's not the. That's not the case no more. Like that. That's what I'm saying. We just had a conversation about like how that might not even be the case anymore. So like. Like maybe I'm taking the team with if, if Denver's best player was uh uh was Jamal Murray like Jokic wasn't there or you know or 
Donovan Mitchell was switched Donovan Mitchell with uh, Jokic, right? And Donovan Mitchell was just on the Jazz. I mean, on uh, Denver. And maybe that was their best player. Then maybe I could see you saying I'm still taking the team with LeBron. But like, Jokic is a is is an MVP candidate, and you know could possibly win it again this year, or at least in the running. So it's not just like oh, you know, it's just an, they just have a star over there. Like they have a a top five, top six, whatever player on their team. And he's so a I, huge problem. Yes. So it's just like he get for for all their flaws, he's getting it done as much as he can. And and we've seen LeBron get gassed before. Nah, I think he he's definitely like I, I don't know, man. It's as great as LeBron playing, man. It's still you can still tell, like you said, Father Tom is starting to kind of catch up to him a little bit. Like you said, just the nagging, like soft tissue injuries, just like like little stuff. Like damn, dog, like you just even him taking threes, like the way he takes his threes now, like he don't really be putting that much pressure on the rim, like he used to, you know. Or like driving, like LeBron will take a, a deep three, and it's like, really? That's the shot we, we need it right here, right now. Like, but and some of it is the game has changed, right? Three points, but some of it is definitely energy conserving, uh, conserving energy. Like, yeah, some of his shot selection this year is great. Well, you can tell, like he's he doing a lot more mid ranges. He put a lot more cats on their hip, on his hip. You know, with the turnaround, a little one leg turnaround. He leaned a lot more on that than just, you know, trying to go straight by you or straight through you. you know? Right. They don't what? play defense like that, so he's not getting out on the fast break like, you know, like Miami Brian, you know. And then it just – it goes back to the point of, like, this is not a LeBron James bashing session because at 36 years old, you probably shouldn't be having him do all this. This is where you would assume that AD or even Russ would come in and help. And it just hasn't happened, like – Especially with AD, so. Especially with AD. Yeah, so I mean, like, I don't know. This team is so. I guess I, this is a. I, we have, I guess, long went off this topic. But to go back and answer your first question, I don't know if firing Frank Vogel is the answer. I don't know if even firing uh, uh, Rob Plink is the answer. I think the Lakers need to do some soul searching and just really like be honest with themselves, like. Are you trying to go in all this year? Well, this year is a loss. Are you trying to go in all the next two years while you have LeBron James or possibly can have LeBron James and try to truly win a championship? If that is the case, I feel like somebody needs to call Rich Paul or call LeBron James and start telling him, like, you're not even going to be here long term. So, like, you can't make the shots for this. Like, you can't we, – we can't sign – Russell Westbrook, because that's your man. We can't sign John Wall because he's a clutch. Uh, and this is all easier said than done. But we can't sign these people because they're clutch athletes. athletes. Yeah, like, and LeBron may be mad. And if it goes bad, you may hear him pout. But if it goes bad and he picks the people, he's still going to pout. So, you know, we have to sign people that make sense. Like, LeBron James should have way more shooters on the floor with them at all times. So why did we sign Russell Westbrook? I don't know. We need some people that play defense because LeBron James is clearly not going to be like the defensive stopper. Somebody needs to have a, a heart-to-heart with AD. Either you're going to show up or we're going to have to ship you out of town. Like, one, one of the two. Like, And we're probably going to have to hope that you show up even if we want to ship you out of town because your trade value is probably too low now. So, like, I mean, this has to be – somebody has to have these conversations. 
like if that's the case or the, the second case which is probably harder is somebody has to look in the mirror and say the laker future of the lakers is greater than the future of lebron james we had lebron for four years we got one ring cool let's ship him out and uh see what we can get for LeBron or, you know, let, let's start exploring like the AD thing. Not saying that I'm trying to trade LeBron James. I don't want anybody to say that. Or I'm just saying like, those are your two options. Like you either have to, somebody has to be a GM that's not LeBron or somebody has to tell LeBron, you know, like look at trading a lot of people that we didn't think we were ever going to trade. In order oh, to protect the future, if you're, if you know, if you're like, all right, we're not going to win it this year, LeBron's. If you don't believe in LeBron, not saying you shouldn't believe in LeBron, but if you don't, if there's somebody in that organization that, that truly does not believe that LeBron can win a championship or we can't build a championship team around LeBron for whatever reasons, even if it's just contractual, like we could do it, we just don't have the pieces to do it. Then you maybe you have to look at like alternative motives, and that will be trading LeBron so that in 2028 we're good. And we have a chance to be like what the Phoenix Suns are now versus us. Because the what's going to happen is, what's probably going to happen is, nobody's going to do either one of those options. We're just going to bend to LeBron's will. LeBron's eventually going to leave or whatever. And we're going to go back to being what we were all of the last decade. Oh, you're breaking my heart. That's, is that not going to happen, though? Like, And it was kind of cool when it happened with Kobe, only because like Kobe is a Laker lifer. He is a Laker, so you give him the farewell tour. LeBron's kind of a nomad. Like, LeBron, Melo, Shaq is kind of a Laker. But, like, Shaq, in a weird way, too, like, they don't really belong. I would say LeBron belongs to Cleveland more so than anybody. Two stents there. He did bring a ring. You know what I'm saying? Melo just, he not getting his jersey retired in New York. I'm a long fan. Long, long person who's believed the best Melo was Jimber Melo, 09. But yeah, like, team retired, man. Joker, Joker. Right. That's what I'm saying. Somebody was like, "Oh, they might retire his jersey in Denver." I'm like, "Yo, the Joker wears 15. Like, what are we talking about? Like, I guess you could listen. I guess if you're the owner of a team, you can do whatever the fuck you want. So if they want to go back and like retire it, that's fine. They're just gonna have two number 15s retired. No bullshit. Yeah, because Joker at this point, man. I mean, how how was was Melo's peak better than the Joker's peak? That's another thing. I've heard people say that they don't even think Melo's jersey should be retired in Denver. You know, so that's. My point is, like, like he's a nomad, like a basketball nomad. He doesn't really belong. Same way that, like, like Paul Pierce belongs to the Celtics. He played for other teams, but he's a Celtic. Like, Kevin Garnett belongs to the Celtics and, like, the Timberwolves. Because even when he left, he wasn't trying to leave. Like, Melo has been kind of trying to leave different places ever since he left Denver. Um, and that's not, you know, his fault or anything. Like, some people like Ray Allen are a basketball nomad simply because, like, even on their best years, nobody really is going to tie him back to Milwaukee just because, like, it's just in obscurity when he was there. And then That's the same see- thing with, uh, with Melo. Like, he can't get that 34 retired. Hey, man, Giannis is there, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, and then um, Seattle's not even no more. So, like, something, but Melo, like, kind of, like, there's a difference because he, got, like, forced his way out. And that's cool. Like, sometimes you need to leave. But, like, LeBron is the same way to me, like, you don't really belong to a city like Miami is still Dwayne Wade's town. Cleveland is his town, but he left twice. You, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll still take him. You know what I'm saying? And like, he's not, he's a Laker legend. Cause he's LeBron James. Like 
he a legend wherever he goes because he's LeBron James. But he's not a Laker legend like Magic. You know what I'm saying? He's not a Laker legend like like Shaq or Kobe. Or like Kurt Rambis. <laughs> Maybe not, bro. I don't know. So, like, what's going to happen is – so, I guess my point is – that's a long one. But my point when I was bringing up that full circle is, like, when we gave Kobe that farewell tour and we locked him in for all that money, it's cool. Like, it was Kobe. It was some bad decision-making there. I'm not saying Kobe didn't deserve the contract or whatever, but, like, the way they built the team, fine. But, like, either we're going to try to give LeBron James that same thing, like, take it, we, we're the Lakers, we take care of stars – or we're really going to, like, let him walk and we're just going to be the Lakers of the 2010s. Oh, man, dog. Yeah, man. We got to get Braun on the phone, man. We got to get Kurt Ramos or somebody on the phone. They, they got to make a move, man. Because if, if Braun leave and we don't get nothing, or we get stuck with, like, AD, like, injury riddled, like, AD, he's, like, a shell of himself. Come on, man. And who's to say that AD won't leave? I definitely think AD will leave. If 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 AD knows that Brown is sliding, I definitely think AD is gonna leave. AD is gonna leave. Exactly. So like, like AD might be looking at Chicago in a couple of years when they when Demar Derozan retires. Like, oh, okay, Zach Levine, Vooch is they trade Vooch, me Zach Levine and Lonzo. Man, if AD do some bullshit like that, man. I ain't going to lie. I might not have nothing, nothing nice to say about AD. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. We gave up a lot for you, dog. And you forced your hand. You really forced your hand to get to L.A., you know. And you kind of putting out this this kind of output. Like, man, you're not even – like, either your effort ain't there or you showed up too heavy. Like, you tried to get too strong in the offseason or something. Like, what's, you know, what's, what's really going on here? Oh no! I mean, what? Like I said, what are your what are your opinions on, on like what I said, like how this plays out, or how would you want this to play out? I mean, honestly, I feel like the way, honestly, unfortunately, the the outcome where we end up with nothing and being the the Lakers from like twenty thirteen to twenty seventeen, you know, I feel like that 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 might be what's in the future, just. Just by the way, how the Lakers' luck has been going, and just how uh, you know how Braun been moving, like I feel like that's really could, what could happen because it feels like the like the Lakers are trying to like they're both at a standstill. Like you make a move, you know what I'm saying? And it's like it seems like they kind of battling it. And you know, Braun is never gonna come out and say like, "Yeah, nah, I'm not not really fucking with what's going on." But it's like basically, it's kind of like they like the Lakers are like, "All right, man, we made these decisions for you, so we're gonna have to." We gonna have to stand in this and see it through. And Braun is like, "Well, nah, man. Like we've been making these changes. We might, we might as well keep making these changes because we're trying to win now." And it's like at the end, it's like, "Don't nobody move." Two years gonna fly by. Bronny gonna be in the league. You know what I'm saying? And then they see, you know, we, you know, we we ended up with nothing. We trying to see, uh, you know, who's going, who's are we gonna keep? Uh, you know, Monk. You know what I'm saying? Is Monk gonna be our new guy? And, you know, and that is, that'll crush me. I ain't gonna lie because I'm mm-hmm. sick. Malik Monk as as the star of Los Angeles on the side of Staples. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> I mean, oh man, that'd be that'd be tough, man. LeBron is definitely Mister Player Empowerment. So I mean, I'm not even mad that he has this control. Or like, you know, this this is what he wanted. This is what he worked for. I'm just saying, from an organizational standpoint, like something has to be made. Some moves have to be 
like LeBron literally guarded Russell Westbrook by not guarding him in the bubble and then went out and wanted to sign him over like Buddy Hill, who was a much better fit. And nobody in the organization probably said anything to him about it. You know what I'm saying? Which it's probably hard to do. It's easy. It's easy for me to get on a podcast 3,000 miles away and be like, yeah, this is a dumb decision. You know what I'm saying? But like, I'm not, I'm not facing LeBron James every day. You know what I'm saying? Like he going to show me four rings or three rings that, you know, whatever, uh, four, four rings. And, you know, tell me like, fuck off. You know what I'm saying? I know what I'm doing, but obviously like, you know, I guess you don't this one time. I think like the, the decision and, not that I was, I wasn't like super, super big on like Demar Derozan. You know what I'm saying? But I would have probably, I would have still probably picked him over Russ. I'm not gonna lie. I would, I would have probably preferred Derozan. As long as we didn't, it, it wasn't a package deal where we got to get Derozan and Kyle Lowry. Because I wasn't, I couldn't, I, could, I was not about to go for Kyle Lowry. I ain't gonna lie, man. That's that's what my buck stops. But all right, like we we picked we picked Russ over Derozan. Derozan ha- is having this. He's playing out of his mind right now. Doesn't, doesn't make any sense. And like Russ, Russ isn't playing like terrible. I think like he just doesn't like this is all really bad. Like his shooting percentage has always been low. Like that's not in turnovers, they all in there. But like he's he's it's really bad misses and like the defensive lapses where it's like, you know, you leave your man to go double at the top of the key. You know, and you leave your man that's already like kind of cutting to the basket. Like like on the mid post, like they, to go double at the top of the key in the closing seconds of the game. Like, why are you even doubling? Like you're gambling, you're gambling uh, you know, powers as a defender, not even that crazy to be doubling at the top of the key. Like, that's literally the worst place to try to double somebody. Like, this is the NBA. You know, and he does this in closing seconds, and like he does this multiple times. I'm like, oh, like, what'd you be thinking out of that? My God, like what's What's really going on? But like you unplayable in the fourth quarter. Like yeah, the, we really uh, somebody that's becoming unplayable in the fourth quarter. Yeah, the when he doubled um Reggie Jackson on that spin move against the Clippers when they beat us that one game. And like he, he just kind of left Austin. Like, yeah, he left Austin reason. Like if you go come back, come down and double, you at least have to like swipe at the ball or like stop him. Like you're literally coming from the middle and he spun to the middle and somehow you just did not stop the spin. So I don't understand how, like, where, where were you doubling at? Like, like you could have came way quicker because Serge Ibaka was at the top. Nobody was on the Clippers team was ready to get the ball or even in position that Reggie Jackson would have to make a cross-court pass. It was like two seconds, less than a second left. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wouldn't have got there. You know, it was just, it was a terrible, like, Terrible defensive possession for a lot of people, but like, yeah, Russ, I don't know what he was doing on that one. Man, you gamble and that just like take the wind out of the whole defense. Cause like you can see, like like watch LeBron like body language when like plays like that. Yeah, like, Yo, and that's another thing. And people have called me haters for a long time. It's not, but like when I watch LeBron James body language, it don't like when everything is going good or when like the season first starts and he's locked in, like, yeah, he's there. But like when something goes bad, bro, like he get he puts he he shugs his shoulders, puts his hands up, and he starts that walking on defense, that duck walk on defense. <laughs> he starts walking back, like he don't be hustling. Like his body language really don't don't be there, bro. Oh my gosh, man! Yeah, I'm, and then oh man, I I just don't. I think I, I definitely 
do think the, the Lakers would probably start. I wouldn't. I would try to LeBron, LeBron, LeBron as much as possible. But I feel like AD, we should definitely at least try to get up at least some picks and some because it's like you know just you went in you run. went in out for a second there. So can you repeat that? And like I think we need to like I was agreeing. I think we need to start putting like look at starting to put AD kind of on the on the market because like if you look at our roster like we got no, we don't know how long Melo is going to keep playing. Uh, we have Dwight Howard. We don't know how long Dwight Howard is going to keep playing. Uh, DeAndre Jordan. We don't know how long he's going to keep playing. I hope Can't DeAndre Jordan is not playing long. At least not for us. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, no. oh my gosh. Yeah. Like because he's terrible. Like his uh, that decision in itself signing him. Was it? And he was starting for like the first like almost quarter of the season. You know, like Vogel refused to start like Dwight Howard, and then like everybody was like, "Oh man, I start Braun at the five, and we won like four games in a row." And everybody was, everybody was geeking. I'm like, "Nah, man, like we beat Orlando, dog. Like we're not playing teams with like they care if Braun is the center. We play like Philly, or we play Chicago with with Vooch, or we even if we play Minnesota, we need real bigs." Yo, um, I would let you finish. I'll let you finish. But oh, yeah, the 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 white. I mean the um, DeAndre Jordan shit is so funny because like he's literally gotten two contracts off of just being good mans with people. <laughs> like Kevin Durant, I don't even know who he's mans with in LA, but like he, so he's good mans with somebody on the roster because like there is no way that. These dudes tell me they watch all this film and that they're basketball aficionados, which they are most definitely if they're these great players in the NBA. And they're trying to tell themselves that the, uh, DeAndre Jordan is an effective basketball player in the year 2022. Everybody's not the defender he was in Boston. I'm, I'm not going to hold you. I kind of did fuck with bringing Avery Bradley back at first. I, I thought we needed defenders, but like, yeah, he's not the defender. And you know, it's not his fault. Well, you know, he get he got older, but like, I, I saw the vision with that one. I was like, all right, defender. And then I saw him play a couple of times, and I was like, nah, it's not going to work out. But like, the thing is, I can appreciate that swing and a miss. Like, you thought somebody was going to work out, it didn't. You know, cool. Like the some like the DeAndre Jordan. I don't know what we were swinging at. It was going to be a miss, no matter. Nobody was even pitching. Like, why are you swinging? Like, he played terrible last year. <laughs> he played terrible last, last year. When was the last time DeAndre Jordan was good at basketball? Like, like obviously, like you know, as a casual person, these niggas would come and give me a bucket any day of the week. But like in in the NBA setting, when was the last time DeAndre Jordan was good at basketball? He peaked in. He peaked in with the Clippers, man. That that last year he made the All Star team. That was like his peak with the Clippers, man. I think after that he was bouncing around between Dallas and the Knicks and the Nets. I'm like, come on, man! Like the writing's on the wall, man. Like, like why is Trevor Ariza still playing for the Lakers, man? Like, what are we doing? Like, like why? And he's still like a, a, a first option as a defender. Like he's starting. Like we got, we got, we got a lot of older cats on this team. Let's say a lot of these older cats decide to hang it up or try to go somewhere else. We looking at like seven open spots that we got to fill with small amount of cap room because we paying Russell Westbrook forty seven million dollars. How do you feel about THT? Man, it must be good to be bronze man. 
it must be amazing to be friends with LeBron because LeBron got him a lot of money, you know, and he, like, I, he's, I think he's more, he's, he's more like a Malik Monk kind of dude with like, if he's, if he on, he's on, but if he's not, he's not like his, his shot selection can be pretty like terrible. And like, I feel like if he ever locked in defensively, like he could be like an Avery Bradley kind of like his arms are long. Like he, if he really wanted to lock in to be a defender, like he could be a tough defender and, you know, a hard, you know, lead guard. But it's like, I just don't, I think maybe in some ways it's like he young, man. He like, I don't know if he's 21, you know, but like the fact that he got all that money that early and he ain't really like do nothing. And it's like now, his contract is so large. We're like, we can't just trade him. For, like, we really got to get some value from him. And he ain't even playing like that. He's not even getting the minutes that he's getting paid for. You know, the way he's getting paid, he should probably be getting like 25 minutes a game. Like, he should be one of the first guys coming off the bench. And like, you know, he get a, he might he might play like 20 minutes one game, and then he might get a DMP the next. You know, it's like we got either we got to invest in the young boy. We got we got to ship him out. Because, like, he could play, but it's like he's not consistent enough, you know, to be getting all that money. He's so out of control to me. <laughs> Every time he has the ball, it's just like he's going to do something. It's like, bro, the shot is right there. And you went and took a double clutch reverse spin layup. <laughs> like, But, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I think, you know, I think, I think, I think he got killed by the Laker hype, the Laker buzz. Young player had a had a good highlight tape, good you know G League uh, turnout was cool to look at, but you know got paid too much too quick, and that's not to say he can't turn around, but yeah. Right now, if we trying to win now, like Braun is trying to win now, and we talk about winning now, he is not it. We should he is not it. Man. And I think they thought he's going to take bigger leaps this year, which I mean he could maybe he takes it next year. I don't know, but I guess they tried to you know get him on like I can't even say a cheap I don't know if he's cheaper than if they would have went out and tried to sign somebody else but yeah and we didn't get Drogic I thought we was going to try to get Drogic when um you know after he got he got kind of bought out by the Spurs I thought we was going to try to make a, a run for Drogic to get some more like depth I got the guard position because like we need it like especially we traded away Rondo for like pennies you know what I'm saying like like damn, dog, Kendrick Nunn ain't coming back. Like, like you said, we ain't seen Kendrick Nunn play since preseason. Like, where is he at? You know, like, what you doing, man? Must be good to be ads, man. Oh my gosh, man, it's crazy. Oh yeah, so, so he went to. He's from Chicago, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, so that's what is. I wonder if he's a clutch athlete too, because I know THC, He's a clutch clutch athlete. So that's my thing. Like, listen, people, you sign. I don't know, like how. The agency world like really works or whatever, um, in detail. But like, it's just like you sign all these clutch players. Like, maybe you just can't stand up to Rich Paul and LeBron James. But it's even more reason to be like, even more reason in my mind to just be like, yo, like, this isn't working. Like you, LeBron, are the GM. Like you're out here throwing subliminals, but this is the team that you and your agency built. So now this shit hasn't worked. And, you know, now we need to take back control of this. 
I just don't know who in the Laker organization says that to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like Pat Riley can say that. Jerry West can say that. I don't know if Rob Plinka can say that. Jeannie got to be the one that said She the only one with the tenure, for real. I mean, because outside of that, like, LeBron don't care about Kurt Rambis, man. Like, he not worried about her. I mean, him. You know, I mean, you got to be okay with LeBron not being okay with that and walking, too. At this point, fuck it. Because because let's say we try to make a move and it still don't work and he leaves, you know. I think you might as well just stand on your toes, man. Maybe I would say maybe Brian and respect it more, but he don't even care. Like, cause who he gonna he gonna go wherever his kid get drafted, and his, unless I mean we'd be sorry as hell, and like his kid just come to us, where so it's like damn, that just mean we were sorry for that year. So it's like you know, and you know we ain't gonna be nice if we got like the however whatever they think Bronny is gonna go. I mean Bronny can play league. I think it's a little early for that, but hey man. You know, Cass is getting drafted up the strength of their name all the time. So I'm sure Bronny can, you know, get in there. He can play. It's just like league is different, man. I think we got to, like, let's pump the brakes, you know. Yeah, I mean, also, he's you know, he's a junior, so. He's 16, man. Yeah, like, I don't know what his next strides are going to be. Man, but I, I don't I – th- I just think, man, we, I don't want to say blow it up, but we need to start – Start looking at to to get ready to blow it up because before it blows up in our face, you know, which you know, it's like what's gonna happen first, you know, it's like man, uh, because we got a lot of Asian cats on the roster, a lot of cats that like man, they 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 towards the end of the road, you know. It's a LeBron James roster, veterans and clutch players, (laughs) veterans and clutch players. That's what exactly what it is. Do you pay Malik Monk at the end of the year? Because this is a contract gift for him. Do you pay him at the end of the year? Because he, I mean, he's outside of Braun. Like, he's probably playing the second best, like, on the team. But do you want I mean, excuse me, Malik is playing great, like, personally. I, I don't know because my question would be still, like, you have to, to me, I guess we can ignore this, like, which direction are we going in? Like, if we're just going in there, we're going to please LeBron James and try to keep him around. If LeBron James was Malik Monk, we pay Malik Monk. If we're, like, really, like, no, we're going to build this team around what makes sense, not to say that Malik Monk doesn't or does make sense, then we have to look at, okay, like, whether LeBron's going to be here or not, but let's say LeBron is here. We, we say, okay, we need shooters, we need defenders. Then that changes how we look at Malik Monk because it might just be, like, yeah, Malik makes sense. We don't want him on whatever he's going to. I don't I don't know what he's going to be signed on, but let's just say it's 15. We, we don't want him on 15. Can we get him on 11? Because we need to find some, like, we need $4 million to sign somebody else or something. You know what I'm saying? It's just the direction of the team wants to go. If they just, if, if somebody stands up and just says, like, all right, we're going to build, we're going to build a basketball team. And that's going to sign a bunch of clutch players and former All-Stars. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, then think, if we're not going to sign the 2012 All-Star team, then yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, th- I mean, then I don't know. Like, I personally will want Malik Monk back. The way he's been playing um, is always the chance that this is a contract year type of thing. And, like, you know, he's playing for a contract. You can always get screwed that way. But, you know, Malik's also in L.A. People usually want to play their best in L.A. So, you know, 
he can't he, I'm pretty sure he's enjoying the the fruits of being like a good player on the Los Angeles Lakers. So you don't want to be a, a shitty player on the Lakers. So <laughs> so he's probably gonna come in and be serious, hopefully. But if if they're just like, nah, we're just gonna ride this out and we're just gonna try to like run this back next year, then they probably are gonna sign Malik Monk. I know that wasn't like a direct answer, but like no, nah, I mean, I, it makes sense though. I mean, just because like I, I was just throwing it out there, just because Malik Monk has been playing well and it's a contract, yeah, but it's like this fool's go, you know. Do we do we want to get do we want to get you know hung on like a Luau Den kind of contract? You no, yeah, you can't give you can't give him that type of money. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. You know, like uh, we, you know, we've been caught with fools go before. We didn't, you know, we didn't pay cats. You know, the contract. Yeah, that shouldn't shouldn't or like um. Oh man, I can't even remember the the big white boy that came from Cleveland that we had signed for like a year. Dog, he had played. He had a good year in Cleveland when they won. And then we signed him to the Lakers and ended up training them, trading them. Oh, Mosgrove? Yeah. Oh, Timothy Mosgrove, man. Like, I don't want it to be a situation like that. We're like, all right, bet. We, we're going to sign you to this big money, you know, pan out. Then we're going we gonna to switch you out for somebody else that does you know, the same thing. Like, if we're going to get some clutch players, like, come on, man. Let's get a, the swing man from, from Charlotte, man. We we, we need he, he Miles Bridges. Yeah, man. We need, we need some something, man. Because it's like we getting a lot of these, like, I like said 2012 All Star game clutch players. Like, what's what's going on? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's a lot of a lot of answers. A lot of un, unknown answers for this team. And I mean, I mean, that's just the situation. I mean, I guess it all boils down to like bubble ring aside, like bubble aside, like was the ring worth? Was the was 2020 like does it make it make this all worth it and i guess this is a personal question for people because it's a ring but it's like man nothing i don't discount the bubble ring is not a real ring it's like, hey man they played i'm counting it <laughs> they played if, if we would have lost that I, I wouldn't have heard the end of it so oh man you're right you know what you're right so yeah we we do gotta count that ring yeah because oh man, it would have been crazy yeah so they played so you know I got I gotta count it. Um I don't know. Any any ending thoughts like where you see the team going? I guess I guess we're we're both on in line that this year is a wash. Absolutely. No, this year, this year is a wash. We, at this point, man, we we're trying to prep for next year and see what the moves is gonna be up. I just feel like the, the Westbrook experiment experiment is failing, you know. I, uh, you know, and I like Westbrook, dog. Like I thought, I thought Westbrook was going to be all right. You know, it's going to be like a redemption. I thought he was going to have something to prove, but it's like, nah, man. I think Father Time might be catching him as well. You, you know, and it's like, damn, dog. Why you? Why does it got to happen when you on the Lakers? Like, geez, like, oh my gosh, man. Who knew triple doubles would come at such an expense? You know, facts. And then I guess moving forward is just a wait and see type of situation. You got to. We got to, man. I mean, we we kind of have bronze mercy, you know. Unfortunately, you know that's kind of and that's the in this player empowerment, you know, league. See, we at bronze mercy now. We we've already bended and folded, you know, as far as you know, getting getting everybody for AD and not not going after Buddy Hill, not going after DeRozan. I, I will say just as a last 
resort. I, I wasn't. I'm not gonna lie. I really didn't watch the Rose. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I also didn't know. I, I mean, he's having a great resurgence, so it's cool. I also didn't know how serious, like the whole DeRozan to LA thing was, because you know he he spent two years in San Antonio just crying about getting traded from from Toronto. It also, you know, he's an LA kid, so I, I didn't know if it was one of those things where he was just like, I would love to go back to LA, and it was like a narrative type of thing. I didn't know how serious it was, but you know, I was I was kind of I was kind of DeRozan out. I I didn't really want. I want DeMar. As long as it wasn't a package deal. I didn't think DeRozan was going to come out cooking like this, though. Like, yeah, I mean, I got to I gotta eat that one. Like, it was an L, <laughs> but, like, at the time, I wasn't, like, super big on, on the DeRozan. Just because he just seemed like, I don't know. He's been two years crying, like I said, crying about the Toronto thing. And it was like, I get it. You was hurt. You know, it's the business of sports. Somebody lied to you. Also, they won a championship, and the only difference was you got traded. So, like... Oh man, uh, oh, I know that hurts. Yeah, so at some point you gotta look in the mirror and just be like, "Hey, damn, maybe I was the problem." You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but yeah, he spent those two years. I just kind of turned me off to him, but you know, I'm happy for him now. You know what I'm saying? We'll see how how it translates in the playoffs. But I wasn't 100. percent I wasn't in on the Demar Derozan thing. Like I said, I, I know I've been this this like a dead horse, but like. All the Kings wanted for Buddy Hill was Kyle Kuzma. And I'll just leave it at that. That's all they wanted. All they wanted was Kyle. We could have kept KCP, put him in another deal, or just kept him as a shooter. All they wanted was Kyle Kuzma. I feel like people don't talk about that enough. Oh, gosh, man. Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah. Yeah, this season's a watch, man. It's a watch. Yeah, and, I mean, we'll see what we have moving forward. Like I said, I think the Lakers – my my biggest takeaway of all this, I think secretly the Lakers are like, and a lot of these franchises probably are. I mean, they probably, you know, but the Lakers are a badly run organization. And, you know, we get in the last 10 years since uh, uh, Jerry has died. I mean, uh, Jerry Buss, yeah, since he has passed away. We've been like a badly run organization. Um has been able to cover itself under the fact that they play in LA. And they have a history. That's kind of what it boils down to. It's looking like we don't, you know, we don't really have respectable GMs and people in higher ups. And, you know, people say the same thing about Phoenix, like their owner and Houston. So I guess every team hits a stretch where no matter how bad the organization, if you just get the talent, it could kind of cover it up. But I think we need to get that under wraps and like, like you said, like Braun wasn't doing this to Pat Riley. Now, eventually he had to leave and, you know, Pat had to, you know, eat that, but he got back to the finals and he built another team because he's Pat Riley. So, you know, we should be able to do that because we're the Lakers. Exactly. Like, come on, what's the difference? Come on, man. What's the difference between us and them? Well, Pat Riley's the GM and, and we don't, Carambas is ours, apparently, or like uh, Rob Palenka. So maybe that's the difference right there. But we'll see. You know what I'm saying? I'm not looking forward to watching these games the rest of the season. Like they're they're really a terrible watch. Um yeah, that's that's all I have to say on the Lakers. I know this has been like an hour of just people venting us venting on the Lakers, but I mean we are the Lakers, we are the NBA, so you exactly. all just gonna have to listen to this one. Exactly. <laughs> um, but any closing thoughts, anything else on your end? Uh, no, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, 
I, I'm, I'm going to say this that hopefully the, the Lakers make it to the second round. If they make it to the second round, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be cool with this year. I'll take this wash. If we make it to the second round of the wash year, that's cool. But nah, man, I think uh, we definitely this summer we should start trying to make some moves and start trying to you know stop blowing, stop blowing that shit up, man. You, you gotta, we gotta break that shit down. We, we gotta break a lot of that stuff down and kind of try to start, try to build around AD and man, get some get AD and, and Braun on some. AD and Braun need to link up on on some health on some health stuff, man. AD made a paper, man. We gotta we gotta get him some ram wrap to something. You know, but nah, nah, nah that's man. fast. This season is a wash. This, this season is a wash, man. It was, I, I'll, I'll keep wearing my 2020 bubble championship shirt. You know, I think I'm, I'm gonna have to just keep sporting that. Oh, yeah, I'm not. We're not getting one of those anytime soon. It don't look like it. I had mine one the other day, so uh, yeah, uh, that's all I got. No matter what, I guess reach back out to you around the play in time to see where we at. We can run this back. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we definitely headed to the play-in at, at best. So, um, yeah, thanks for hopping on. Thanks everybody for listening. Until next time. So, man, thank you for having me, man. That's no all. problem. <laughs>